Grand Rising. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whatever time it is that you're joining this podcast. I like to say welcome. This is Thoughts of a Black Girl. So, 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 I hope everyone has truly enjoyed their week thus far. And for anyone who's had a challenging week, I hope that their perspective in their outcome has been favorable or in if it has not been that they find what can be favorable out of that situation or what could have been learned or what was learned or maybe just a newfound perspective. I have a new profound perspective for myself and I think that this particular segment or episode will be geared around having perspective. Now, I do have previous segments of episodes that I've said, like, it's in the perspective. I've talked about this. But truly, like, setting these goals, having um, a display of what we should or should not do, where we should or should not be, what we, you know, just on everything in life in general. I know um, I'll be having, you know, just the grandest, greatest day, great, you know, morning or so. And then what challenges me sometimes just as, you know, as a parent, as a mother is um, for me, it could be my, um, my son. Uh, I, my daughters, they, you know, they could be, challenging but for me it's my son he's introverted he's quiet he doesn't say much he kind of you know um doesn't really even do much really um he's not a hyperactive kid at all maybe when he was real little but definitely not as a teenager and he moves on his own time And I just, it frustrates me. It does. It frustrates me. And I am learning to just kind of go with it. I um, told him several times to get ready for school. I start about an hour and a half to two hours prior to school starting, getting him up or, you know, getting him aware that it's time to get up. And he still just is late. (laughs) he still he still just moves what he wants to move and I'm just like you know I get frustrated and I start yelling and he'll just like please stop yelling at me and he says it's so soft and just like you're giving me a headache can you just stop yelling and and I'm just like I would never have been that bold with my mom to be like mom stop yelling at me you're giving me a headache but I I allow my kids to, I mean, I want them to voice themselves, have their own opinion, have freedom to speak. Because if I I believe that if they can, they feel free to talk to me as their parent, not disrespect, you know, it it depends on, you know, how you're raised. It could look like disrespect. Like I would not, I think that I'd, you know, go see Jesus if, you know, I get the, knock the straight out of me if I ever talk to my mom in any type of way um back at all period like there was no talking back at all there was no talking back (laughs) you listen you follow the instruction 
And that is it. And if you don't follow it when it's told to you, you probably get a beat down with extension cord, with belts, fists, hands. So, yeah, <laughs> Bur- you know, borderline abuse for real. But um, I don't I don't put my hands on my kids. Um, I do yell. Um, I don't want to say I yell a lot, but I yell, I guess, when I get to the point where I'm like, repeat repeat I just told you this didn't I just tell you didn't I just tell you stop didn't I just tell you to stop didn't I just tell you to stop doing that you know <laughs> and so I gotta get louder and louder and so like that is their cue like okay she is escalated and then they'll just be like mom stop yelling what why did I have to repeat myself so many times so but they have the freedom to feel like you know they don't have that type of fear. I don't want fear in them um, because I believe when you put fear in them, fear of authority, yeah, then they don't, they can't really be who they are. They can't voice their own opinions because they have a fear. I don't want them to fear authority. Now, I do want them to respect authority. So, and they, and they do for the most part, but because. The, how they were raised or how they're being raised is kind of like they respect authority until they feel like the authority isn't lining up to what makes sense in their minds. And so I'm trying to teach my children at this moment, and I don't know how I got on this rant, but I'm trying to teach my children at this moment. It's not you're you're not old enough, really. Like, okay, there's a fine line. This This is the fine line. To teach them, first of all, you're not old enough to make a decision that's best for your life. You're just not old enough. You've you've been on this earth for a decade. You've been on this earth for six years. You've been on this earth for 14 years. You are not, your mental is not in the capacity to know what's best for you right now that is my job and if there are adults around you and if it doesn't make you feel off on the inside then you need to follow that adult's instruction now my children have gotten to the point where they're so um independent in their thoughts that they if they don't think it makes sense they won't do it it doesn't matter who it is (laughs) it can even be me like telling them to do or not to do and they're like no that that's not how it should be it should be like this or that's not how that no that's not how it was and I'm like how are you gonna tell me I don't I don't I'm I trump your age by three four times come on now like what how you gonna tell me (laughs) so it's so funny that they get to that point and so it can be it's 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 a great job to be a parent but then raising out the box thinkers free-minded and you know children in this this day and age yeah like you know it's it's interesting how you know the future it's gonna be interesting to see what the future uh looks like for us all because i believe a lot of the gen z uh generation will be like that they are going to question authority it's in their makeup it's in their genetics it's in the 
the systematic way of how everything is going on, um, everything that they're being exposed to at such a young age, everything that they're seeing their their the past, the history, and then they're seeing today's day and age and what results are and so they're making in their mind you know what works for them even if they don't know truly what's best for them but you know it's it's a great experience to you know raise out to raise children in this day and age as far as this generation this new generation of children and to allow them to be such, you know, voices, to allow them to be themselves, to, you know, take away that beating them into a stigma, beating them into the box, beating them into, you know, you know, that slave that to me is close to that slave mentality implantation, implantation or implementation into their uh, genetics when you like beat them into something. Oh, you don't do this chore. You're not cleaning like I want you to do. Or you're not doing this. You're not doing that. Whippings on your back, basically. You know, so yeah, I get it. I never wanted to raise my kids in that type of stigma. And and I never wanted them to feel like, you know, I do want them to question authority in a lot of ways. Because people aren't always right. and adults sometimes I believe like even the Bible has mentioned out of the mouth out of the mouth of babes right and the least of us are the greatest of us right which to me are children which is why I like to gear a lot of my thoughts of a black girl wrapped around children because they are our future they're the they're you like you know when when you're my age (laughs) I talk like I'm so old but when you're in your 30s you kind of like you no longer child you've done past teenagers the 20s should have been you're like okay I'm finally an adult right and then you're maturing like you're you should be have reached not the ultimate maturity but mature a mature adult you should be considered in your 30s a mature adult um however it may not wrap up that way you know it may be 40s or you know 50s when you get to that mature adult stage i'm not sure if there's an age around that but i believe that the purest ones of us the purest humans are the youngest humans um, because they are closest to living life without a stigma living life outside the box living life on a dream living life free (laughs) closest to the indigenous right closest to what they what they would consider um uncivilized (laughs) But um, and I don't know who they are. I guess the the they who decided that everything should be stripped and civilized and taught into a box so that only a particular smart culture, only a smart, uh, only a type of dynamic should uh, be able to control the masses. And um, if you are uncivilized 
and unable to be controlled, then they want to uh, tame you by beating you, locking you up, or whatever else. So, you know, you know, it is what it is. There is an order out here. I just don't know. Not all of us follow the same order. So, um, I choose the divine order. And in that, it could be considered uncivilized, too. They still want to, you know, they still crucified God in human flesh. So, you know, it is what it is. Take that or leave it how you want to, whatever you believe. <clears throat> but, um, yeah, the perspective. Let's go back to, or let's go forward to perspective, um, and how you are taking this time, um, it seems like the world is somewhat getting back to a normalization. Um, people are uh, vaccinated, you know. Um, I'm not going to really get on that. I, I think I, I cover it in a few different episodes and segments. Uh, you could choose to get the vaccination or not. I I believe that there there are, um, you know, to each his own, really. Like, if you believe, I well, honestly, this is what I believe. Uh, um, God, our Creator, the Creator of the universe, the the Earth that's here, our body. We're natural. We're natural organisms like of um energy made up of like um minerals and organic tissue and all this stuff right so i honestly honestly believe that god has provided every single thing that we need to heal prevent diseases, keep us from diseases, and just prosper right here, right here on planet Earth at our own grasp each and every day. Each person, whatever each person, individual person is going through, whether it's in their body or mentally or whatever, or physically, whatever, in their world, in their universe, whatever their capacity of where they are in demographics, is what they need. It's not outside of their reach. Like it is not. They just have to. We just have to. You just have to. Like look for it. <laughs> like not like look for it. Like it's impossible to find. But seeking you will find. Like it's so obvious. Just look for it. Just grab it. Just get it. They're they're like there are people. Um, that are talking about how the dandelion, like you cook the the dandelion, unpro, you know, of course, unprocessed or not processed, but like you know, um, the dandelions that grow weeds without the chemicals, without all the extra stuff that's on them, but just finding a dandelion growing someone random, someone random, right? Taking it, boiling it, and drinking or even eating. The properties can truly help diabetes, uh, inflammation, all this other stuff, right? The list of things. So people are coming out like this will help you. Well, there's other things. There's plants. There's some in these 
far out countries, some of these islands have the most healing aphrodisiac things that are more potent than some of the uh, narcotic type of things that they add into medicines. So, like, there are vegetables, there are flowers, there are fruits, there, everything that you need organically is here for you to, 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 to solve. And, uh, one of the things I just watched is just one of these medicines that they had been putting in people. I think maybe it's, it may be one of the vaccines or whatever they've been healing blood clots with. When they looked and seen what it was, how would they know the semen of a salmon can do something like that? What? What? They're injecting people with semen, salmon semen? Where? Where? Who did this study? Not saying that it doesn't work. It probably works. But I'm sure if people just eat healthy, eat salmon, if they just, you know what I'm saying? Like, eat the fish. They could get the same health, right? Just like the chlorophyll that people are taking, the, the liquid drops. If you just eat the greens, you will get the, the amount of chlorophyll, whatever you need in your body. Just eat the spinach, right? Raw. Don't cook it. Don't cook the, no additional properties out of it. Just eat the food. <laughs> like, just eat the seeds, the berries, the nuts, the fruit that's growing. Eat the stuff that's organically growing and your body will do, will love you. You love your body, your body will love you back. If you put preservatives and eat out, out to eat food and a bunch of, uh, I'm going to say it, pork and all that type of stuff. You're putting that type of stuff in your body that's not organic. That if you sit, you kill and slaughter something, right? And it's distressed and you're eating it, you're going to distress yourself, your body, your energy. It's, it's like, I feel like it's so simple and we make things so much more difficult than they have to be. If you love yourself... If you love your body, if you take care of your temple, in return, it will last. That's simple. Now, you're a spiritual being having an earthly human experience. Yes. Okay. We know that. And if you don't, you do now. And um, if you if you realize that, then you realize that uh, you may not take care of your body right do what you want to do because we have that option thank you god for the freedom of choice right but uh if i choose to eat food that decays and my and my temple decays i'm spiritual i'm still a spiritual being my spirit is not going to decay but my earthly vessel is going to decay and after it's gone and I'm no longer here, right? Or you're no longer here or a body of that vessel is no longer able to be used because it wasn't treated with the utmost care, right? Um, then at that point, it's really just like you're just an energetic being 
a being, not human, but a being, being of light. Uh, I'm not sure exactly what you reincarnate as or if God has other assignments for you to do or other uh, planets for you to go on, go to. I don't, I don't know exactly each individual's person's, um, spiritual journey in the universe or through eons of time. I, I don't know all of that, but I do know that you're not, once this body decays and de deceases, your, your person, who you are, your name of a person, of course, is not no longer. I mean, because that was just during this particular universe and this particular time in uh, space and time. But um, somewhere else, some parallel universe, some, you know, in some other, some other time, uh, some other, some other era, some other planet or something. You may have other assignments or something else to do. You don't just go sit in heaven. I mean, you're a being. <laughs> you, you're eternal. We're all eternal. That's what I'm getting at. We're all eternal. There's, uh, we're all eternal. And, um, I'm not sure how much time we're given in each time. I don't know the, I don't, I actually have not asked to remember all of that. But I know there are people out here who have asked to be revealed and uh, things like that to be revealed and for their memory of, you know, uh, why they're here and what they're meant to accomplish or what they've came across. Now, what I do know and what I have noticed and what I definitely know that is for me to know is I can see cycles clear as day. I can see cycles. I can see generational cycles. I can see those curses. I can see the blessings. I can see patterns. And, uh, yeah. So, and I can see patterns through family gener generations, like generations of patterns, like family cycle patterns. And so, ones that I do know, ones, uh, like, you know, um, Unfortunately, uh, like my, uh, grandfather was killed, tragic, uh, tragically killed, um, blood grandfather. So I'm going to use this as a blood, my blood grandfather, both of my blood grandfathers were tragically killed. Um, my grandfather was hit by a car and died. My other grandfather was uh, someone put uh, glass in his drink, sh shards of uh, glass, and he died. And uh, my mom was stabbed in her back, which led to her death. And uh, a lot of my grandfather's, my mom's, on my mom's side, my mom's dad on his side, which is the um, Cook family, has there's been tragic uh, murders uh, within the family on that particular side. So it's been real tragic deaths occurring, which are like a lot of um, maybe they were maybe the generation of that family uh, was uh, connected to a lot of killings 
of, of, of others. And sometimes you got to pay those back um, karma wise through cycles of life. Uh, and you have to pay them back and you and you are incarnated on this earth and it may just be to um, go through that particular cycle. Right. Um, there are. And then on my father's, that's on my father's side, that's the same thing, like uh, heavy, heavy addiction on both sides of alcoholism and drugs. And also on both sides, uh, murder or death and uh, in unforeseen ways, like not natural, <laughs> right? Like not natural causes, like just old age and die, like normal, like you would consider that normal. It's always something like, where I as where I'm at spiritually would look like something being paid back some type of debt karma being paid back and um I definitely want to I mean disconnect from that like I don't want that to be a part of I want to live it but I've also um had a certain belief system of how I may die in my future and I have to be careful because I don't want to bring my demise through you know a tragic uh, murder or things like that so but I definitely am breaking cycles not to scare you on I'm just saying like you can look in your family genealogy look over your father's fathers and different things that's happened and see you know what correlates now, it has all, now, every single one of them uh, tragic deaths, though, have all been connected to heavy drug use or heavy alcoholism. Both are, have been the, the core of what was going on at that, most, at that moment in their lives that, that caused that particular tragedy. My grandfather, my dad's side, he uh, was an alcoholic and he had been drinking and he staggered off in the road in front of a car and got hit by a car. Right. And uh, my uncle, my 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 father's brother, also heavy alcoholism. So he had really bad liver damage and he died from uh, that. Right. However, my father, he has fought that alcoholism. He was previous in his younger years alcoholic and was into heavy drugs but he stopped all of that and his health is superb which my mom's health would have been superb too minus the drugs and alcohol and then if her accident wouldn't have occurred superb so however you take care of your earthly vessel is led to how you live on this earth which also leads to having you know the consequences of what you go through you know Heavy drugs, heavy alcohol is going to lead to something of a demise, whether it's losing family, whether it's getting in situations where you may get killed or hurt really bad by someone or something. Um, I mean, there's consequences for everything, right? So, I, and there's some things that are just unpreventable, you know, some things just are unpreventable uh, and it's just part of life, but um and it's and it's hard for us to pinpoint what those things will or will not be. Um, some people feel like they found that when they look into astrology or look into their astrological chart. However, 
as a man thinketh, so is he. So what I say about that, and and I believe that as who I am, uh, even coming through thoughts of a black girl, coming even on this level with you all, um, is basically more so telling, you know, you got to, you are what you think you are, basically. So if you're into astrology, right, and also and into the stars, and that is how things were looked upon. That's how, you know, um, the elite of the elite of the elite. That's how they're going to know. That's how things are known. Every, you know, it's astrology, right? The very thing that they tell you not to, you know, however... If you don't want to know, if you don't want to know, <laughs> right? Because, you know, some people perish from lack of knowledge. You can change how things are supposed to be. So, like, you could, you can re- get these things revealed to you and say, you know what? I'm going to purposely design my life in a different way than this tells me, right? That's for a very strong mind. I I don't think everyone is capable of doing that. I'm pretty sure I know they're not. Then we have the ones who will look into it and be like, whatever it says, that's what it is. And so, of course, their life is going to align from whatever they see. And then you have those who choose not to know. Those are the sheep set for the slaughter. I'm sorry, I know a lot that it is what it is. Many of you are sheep set for the slaughter. And I'm not saying because you don't go into astrology. Because I'm telling you, there's only people who do go into astrology. There's two types. One that's going to choose to be like, that is not going to be my way. I'm going to do my own thing and because I'm strong-minded like that. And then there's another that is going to be like, I need that direction. Show me and I'm going to follow suit. Right. And then you have those who don't go into finding their their own, uh, you know, star path or their own path at all. And they just go with programming. That's the sheep for the slaughter. And some of the programming. And I'm just going to tell you, you may not want to listen to another episode after this. You may want to cut it off after this or whatever. Some of the programming has come through religious organization not some most (laughs) most most of the programming that lead the sheep to the slaughter have come through religious programming because the religious programming has been tainted by the government propaganda okay you know I'll, i'll i'll stop there i think that I'll stop your right there and I'll allow you all to do your own research because that's what I stream for. Like, do your own research. But I believe that a lot of the sheep are set for the slaughter through religious programming organizations that are teaching bondage, teaching follow suit, teaching. Stay in the box because anything outside the box will send you to a fiery pit. Uh, okay. So, and so, yes, if you, you may not, you know, this is, 
I Thoughts of Black Girl is non-profit. My podcast goes for anyone. My teachings are geared for the youth so they can learn adulting and financial things to become wealthy. And that's what my goal is. But ultimately, my who I am, what I know, and if I am reaching out to you, and if I'm t- talking to the youth, I am opening their eyes. There is no lies coming. Like, they're like. I am opening, like they're going to be awakened, <laughs> like co- coming with thoughts of black girl, you're going to hear my thoughts and my thoughts are not going to be what your cookie cutter storybook or religious practices of within, you know, there's a, there's a level to it. Now, God, you know, yeah, God, we are the temple. Okay. We are the temple. Our body is the temple not a building. Okay. And, uh, your money, you you know, you can pay tithes to keep a building afloat. You can pay tithes and and make sure that the pastor, while you walk to church, your pastor's driving that escalate. Okay. However, there are genuine people. Like if I, if I had a church and I was a pastor and let's say I wanted people to come and learn my thoughts, my thoughts of what my interpretations of the Bible says, my thoughts. Um, and I then ask for donations, those donations, this is how I believe most pastors, this is how my heart wants to believe most pastors have the genuine genuality of coming. That's what they want. They just want people to know God, right? They just want people to have a sense of who Jesus is, if that's who you believe in, who Yahweh is, if that's who you believe, who Yeshua is, if if you know Hebrew, who, you know, uh, Buddha, Taoism, all that, you know, the Veda, Muslim, um, yeah. Muhammad, all that they want, all those religions. They want you to know who it is that. But I don't believe it was intended for that to be that deity. That person was intended for you to be to worship them. It was intended for you to follow an example of, not worship them because they all worship God. Right. They all worship Yahweh or the creator of the universe like they worshiped that for uh, for them, for a lot of the teachings to go forth and they make the person that we're supposed that 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 was sent as an example, the person that we the, the entity that we worship, I think there is a. Um break in truth right there and to each his own but i personally believe that god sends examples not for us to worship but for us to understand our greater calling and who we are as images created in his image like those who actually come with an idea that causes the ordeal. Just, you know, just wanted to go there. Just had to go there. So anyway, so as, 
you know, you're in church or whatever, you're in the building and you're going to get a word and you're giving your money. I believe that it was intended. Yes, you want to keep the building afloat so that more people can come and get an idea or get whatever they feel like they lack. Right. I don't feel like I lack anything. (laughs) Honestly, I, I don't. I don't wake up feeling lack. I don't wake up feeling defeated. And if I do, I pray, I go to God, I meditate, I eat right, right? I eat food that is organic, that's going to make me feel my body, my vessel feel organic, right? That I'm beautiful and I'm going to speak those affirmations regardless of what materialistic natural things that are going on in this natural world that's ever so fleeting right and uh evolving as well so then i'm good after that like i'm good like i'm great i'm superb i'm divine what (laughs) like right and then money money becomes the other thing so sometimes when I am led, then yes, I will donate money to the church and I know they're doing an event and I'll, I'll choose a church that I know that needs either help staying afloat because they want to still give the gospel out, right? It's not telling you a bad thing. It's definitely not telling you to go out and kill someone. It's definitely telling you, you know, to, to walk a straight path and, you know, be be who you need to be. So, of course, I would donate money. But at the same time, uh let's let's think about this. Like if you have money, let's say $500, <clears throat> someone needs you know, they they've they 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 have medical bills or they can't see the next doctor for whatever they whatever they need to go to the doctor for. Because they need to pay this bill or their lights need to be on. I definitely see sense in God blessing and giving you more when you're doing things just the same as giving it to the church. If you're doing things out here that are changing lives, and I've said this before in previous episodes. If you're putting your money to good use, you are going to get whatever you put out you get back so if you're giving your money you're giving 10% God doesn't need money (laughs) like God doesn't need money he needs people to allow them to themselves to be the vessel so that he can use them and work in them with the whatever resources whatever calling whatever purpose that's been given to them for what whoever they're meant to touch so that's um what i believe uh and how i believe people can be used so you know i am all for and judge or judge not let your kids continue to work with thoughts of black girl or, or choose not to because i believe that Whoever's meant to hear what I have to say will listen. Whoever's meant to be in my 
whoever I'm meant to impact, I'm going to impact. And regardless, as long as I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing and I'm saying what I'm supposed to be saying and I'm doing eating what I'm supposed to be eating, meditating how I'm supposed to be meditating, allowing myself to be used as I'm allowing myself to be used, then whoever is meant to hear, whoever I'm supposed to touch will be touched and will have a a, a brand, broader perspective or will be healed or helped or you know set free or you know whatever the case may be and not everyone will agree not everyone even agreed with Jesus not everyone agrees with Buddha not everyone agrees <laughs> and they have thank God for their freedom to choose some people don't like that freedom to choose. They just want somebody to just tell them which way to go, how to do it, where to do it, and when to do it. Okay, if you need that, I I want people to be able to think for themselves and make those decisions based on their own connection with the divine. That's what I truly want. That's what God wants. However, there are levels. There are people who are just probably not going to be able to do that. So then there's people like me. And there's like pastors, like leaders, like all over the world, <laughs> there are people who are going to step forth in their power and you can follow suit or step forth in your own power. And, you know, it is what it is. You know, I, I, I hope everyone is great. I hope everyone has a realization of who they are meant to be. I believe everyone is divine. I believe everyone that has been sent here, you know, I, I don't now, to be honest. And this is thoughts about like, this is my thoughts. And I will tell my, my kids know this. I, this is not, nothing I say is R rated or X rated, you know, well, given the circumstances or my thoughts of a black girl. Nothing I say is really X or R rated. So anyway, with that said, um, I don't believe everyone that looks like a human is a human. <laughs> I believe there's robots. I believe there's aliens. I definitely believe that people can be in zombie states. Now, like coming up out the grave in their human body, like a zombie, like, like Night of the Living Dead. Uh, I believe that there is a powerful force that can come across the land that will chemically engineer a body to come up out and reactivate a brain to do some things like that if brains are left inside of the body for some reason I believe that I don't know why it just seems like it's possible but does, is it happening right now uh not now but you know you know I remember the little smog that would come over that movie that was, used to be my movie I used to love horror movies y'all remember that I don't know if y'all remember Light of Living Dead or watch movie any kind of zombie movies like that it was like this smog this fog stuff would come over the graveyards and people would start coming about the grave that's not far-fetched to me that's like possible to me so you know it is what it is now I don't think it's I know it's not happened yet or if it may not even happen in my lifetime I don't know if I'll ever see anything like that outside of the movies but I do believe that there can be injections and I do believe that there can be mass pandemics right <laughs> and uh 
that people's normal state of mind and their DNA can be altered genetically and altered how they would normally think and they could be walking around here even drugs can do this in a zombie mind state eating what they normally wouldn't eat saying what they normally wouldn't say acting how they normally wouldn't act I've actually seen drug reactions in real life and on TV and on social media where people are like running through the streets naked, flipping, jumping up on cars, acting crazy, crazy, crazy. Okay, crazy. And they would not have acted like that if they wouldn't have took whatever drug that they took. Right. So it's possible. Okay, it's possible. So, you know, it is what it is. But anyway, I thank you for listening to Thoughts of a Black Girl. I, I That's just kind of, you know, I don't know if this was exciting for you or if you've learned anything. But let's get on to the finances. <laughs> let's talk about money. Uh, money, money, money. Right? Uh, as far as business and money goes. Um, I am not going to venture off and say anything. That I haven't already said before. Uh, I I believe that with money and finances that it's pretty scientific. <laughs> There's really nothing spiritual about money. I mean, I guess how you spend it <laughs> uh, could be spiritual. You know, you could have some spiritual soul ties and connections and addictions that would cause money to flee, right? Because you're constantly spending it or you're running around here talking about you chasing the bag. So you're always chasing the bag and then you might get fast money and wonder why it's fastly dwindling because fast money <laughs> dwindles fast. <laughs> money that's gained over time is what usually stays put that's just that's a universal law that's something god put in place it's in his scripture it's in his word and it's been proven so if you want to grow your money save it in long-term investments and don't touch it and leave it there and let it grow over long-term investment, long-term investments. <laughs> Just let it do that, right? This, I mean, it should be simple, but it's not always simple. And uh, if you are trying to get to a point where you're even able to save, because I've had this conversation with family that's actually was, you know, had brought up really good questions to me, like, what if literally every dollar you have has to pay a bill, or you just don't have any additional, then what I told, just like I told my cousin, just like I'm telling you, get multiple streams of income. You can, yes, okay, you work that nine to five and it takes up all your time. Takes up most of your time. Find a couple of different things that you can do, that you can sell, that you can, some type of skill that you're given. Um, and use that as your multiple source of income, right? Take that multiple, that, that additional source of income and save that. 
and invest that because if you can take an additional couple additional sources of income and invest that invest your additional income then you're growing your money right and eventually you won't need to work (laughs) that nine to five or eventually you're saving for wealth for the future so when you get to a position where you're not able to work and it's not a choice no longer right it's not an option you have no choice but not to work because of age or whatever. You have something that you have been growing, right? And if not, invest in your mental. Pick up a trade. Find night school. Find online school. Do something that's going to invest knowledge into you that you can use that knowledge and, and get money from that, right? You know, there's... I I wouldn't recommend anybody get student loans. Um, I'm still hoping and crossing my fingers that my student loans get deleted. (laughs) So, I mean, even if they don't, I'm not worried about it because I feel like, for one, when I'm no longer here on this earth, they're not going to be with me. For two, I know I'm going to be so financially set that I can pay my student loan off a thousand times. And that's just how I think. So get a new mindset. Don't think that you're in lack. And if you do think you're in lack, then you probably need to go to church. So anyway, I thank you for listening. Thank you for tuning in. And until next time, God bless you and peace be with you. If you're interested in donating to Thoughts of a Black Girls Non-For-Profit and things that we're doing for the community, we have a youth explosion coming up July 10th in Marion, Indiana at Matters Park. If you're interested in that youth explosion, that talent show that's coming up, I'm going to be marketing it more and more. Please feel free to donate. I have Cash App for Thoughts of a Black Girl. It's Money Sign, Thoughts of a Black Girl. PayPal, Thoughts of a Black Girl. Donate, donate, donate. Um, I'm going to have events coming up. If you don't want to donate, it's okay because Thoughts of a Black Girl is going to prosper regardless. But if you're interested, that is the ways you can donate. If you're uh, if you're on YouTube, follow, share, like Thoughts of a Black Girl on YouTube, and of course this podcast. You can I feel like you can donate right here on Anchor and subscribe and get a bell notification every time I post a new episode. All of that is available to you. And if you want to send me personal questions, or if you want to book a session with me where we're talking about, you know visionary things for your future uh you can go to thoughtsofblackgirl.com and i believe there are a couple of different things that i do uh business and personal visual specialist work that i could do right with you you could go book those sessions they're like a fifty dollars a session for an hour or so yes you know i got to charge for my time because it's valuable but anyway if you're interested thoughtsofblackgirl.com If you want to send me an email, I will respond to your email. It's at T-O-A-B-G-I-N-C at gmail.com. So there's many ways for you to reach out to me if you have questions, even if you have topic suggestions. Because a lot of times, if I don't pre-plan my topics, like when I was going on video about my topics, um, those were pre-planned. PowerPoint, all. like I knew what I was going to teach, and that's how I'm going to come with to the children. But this podcast, a lot of times when I'm doing the podcast and you don't see me and you're just hearing my voice, I am letting my higher self talk to you. So whatever is meant to come out, I, I go to God and I say, whatever I'm meant to say, whatever you want me to talk about, whatever, let's just let it flow, right? And this is what happened. 
So thank you for listening. And again, until next time, God bless you and peace be with you.